It's Thursday, January 31, 2019. 59 below zero in Grand Forks, North Dakota, 41 below in Minneapolis, and 48 below in Chicago. Record extreme cold shuts down parts of the U.S., and it still doesn't disprove climate change. It'll make a big difference to the United States economically. Trump administration seems to concede Venezuela intervention is all about oil, plus Germany sets path to completely quit coal. Quitters. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Pros and cons of the return of the polar vortex. Pro, going outside in a t-shirt and earning the respect of your peers. Con, getting a high five and having your hand snap off. There you go. Oh, I hate when that happens. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as we predicted on the last Green News report, it would be redunculously cold across much of the uh, Midwest and Northeast. It turned out to be true, but hey, it's getting warmer. Yes, parts of the U.S. Midwest were colder than even parts of Antarctica, Alaska, and Mount Everest this week amid the latest breakdown of the polar vortex when a wobbly, weakened jet stream spills extremely cold temperatures out of the Arctic. This round has shattered numerous daily and even some all-time low temperature records in the United States. Some states were forced to close offices and schools, warning of, quote, almost instant frostbite for anyone outside in the record cold, which has contributed to the deaths of at least eight people as of airtime. Even the U.S. Post Office canceled mail delivery in 10 states to protect postal workers. But you better get used to these extreme swings because this breakdown in the polar vortex with warmer air pushing into the Arctic and displacing cold air into lower latitudes has been occurring more frequently over the last 30 years. That's according to meteorologist Guy Walton in an interview on the broadcast. What we're having right now as far as global warming goes is we're having a lot of warmth from the subtropics moving northward over the polar areas where prior to, say, the 1970s, we hadn't been seeing that as as much. Hmm. I wonder what changed. And like clockwork, President Trump and his supporters responded with their usual nonsense, denying the scientific consensus on man-made global warming because of this outbreak of extreme cold in just a part of the U.S. It's colder in Minnesota right now than it is at the North Pole. Yeah, it's craziness. Yes, it's craziness. Isn't it, Fox News? Isn't it wonderful when it turns cold? Idiots. But at least one federal agency pushed back against the deniers this week without specifically referring to Trump. NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, posted to Twitter a child's cartoon explaining how even intense winter extremes are amplified by global warming. The folks on Fox News, however, were unable to read it. Of course, a few days of extreme cold in the United States does not change the documented fact that winters globally have gotten warmer 
warmer on average over the last 30 years in the U.S. and everywhere, bringing with it new problems for water supplies, agriculture, economies reliant on winter tourism, and more. It's craziness. Meanwhile, in politics, the Trump administration's push for regime change in Venezuela to force President Nicolas Maduro out of power may actually be about getting at Venezuela's oil. You think? Democracy Now! highlighted a comment by Trump's national security advisor John Bolton this week on the Fox Business Channel, in which Bolton stated that the administration's intervention, including new sanctions against Venezuela's oil industry, could actually benefit American oil companies. It'll make a big difference to the United States economically if we could have American oil companies really invest in and and produce the oil uh, capabilities in uh, Venezuela. If only we could control all of the oil over all of the globe, all of the time. I don't know where these other countries get the idea that that oil should belong to them. And for those too young to remember, John Bolton was a key architect of the U.S. invasion of Iraq, which resulted in American oil companies running Iraq's oil industry. I'd be careful if I were you, Iran. Finally, Germany is quitting coal. A national commission backed by the German government has committed the nation to shutting down all 84 of its coal-fired power plants within 20 years, part of a strategy to accelerate the country's shift to renewable energy and reduce its emissions 60 percent by 2030. Renewable energy is the leading source of electricity in Germany right now, but coal still supplies about 40 percent. Coal plant operators agreed to close nearly half of their coal plants in just three years, with a total phase-out by 2038. And the plan calls for a $45 billion transition fund to assist coal-dependent regions with the changes. Nice. They're going to have to do it sooner than 20 years, I'm afraid. Yes. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Change it. Turn and face the strain.